0: This is Marnie with Maxim and Marnie. We're here to share another exciting story with NJ Kokhoff, and she attends um, the celebration service at our saviors, and I'm really excited to get to know her, and I will be getting to know her as you are getting to know her, so this is another exciting adventure. Um, Welcome, Miss NJ.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for being here. So right off the bat, I noticed you have an accent, um, which I think you're not supposed to say that because we all have accents, and so then it makes it sound like yours is different. So I don't mean to say that, but you have a lovely sounding voice, and that indicates to me that you're not from America. So where are you from?
1: Well, I'm from South Africa. I'm from a small town called White River, back in South Africa. Don't ask me about the (laughs) geographic locations because I'm really bad. (laughs) <laughs> That's fine. Was it
2: was it near any major city?
1: Yeah, it's four four hours away from Johannesburg driving. Yeah. And it's actually really close to the Kruger National Park.
2: Oh, yeah. So you're kinda of like in the corner then uh well sorry, I'm not supposed to ask her about that. I think I know your area.
0: Um, and so you were born there and you stayed there until when?
1: I stayed there until two thousand and nine when I moved to Pretoria for college.
0: So you were how old? 18? Yeah I was 18. So your whole family lives there?
1: Yeah pretty much everybody's there.
0: And so you graduated high school in South Africa and you said I'm going to go to college in the United States of America.
1: No I did not attend college in the United States of America in Pretoria in South Africa one of the cities in South Africa.
0: So you graduate high school, you go to university in South Africa, Mm -hmm. and then what?
1: Okay, and then after that, I only did the one year of college, and then I dropped out after that, and then I went to this aviation school to get my flight attendant license. And then in 2010, that's when I began, began my flight attendant career.
0: Okay, and that was still based in South Africa. Yes, it was. And then who were you flying for?
1: Well, I flew for a whole lot of different airlines. The first one was Interair South Africa, which did international flights, but just in Africa, not other continents. Well, don't say just. I think Africa is an enormous continent. Okay. Yes.
0: (laughs) It was a lot of flying. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long did you do that for?
1: Um, I worked for Interair for, I think, a year. And then I moved to Mango Airlines. Mango Airlines is a domestic airline in South Africa. uh they only operate like when when I worked for them they operated uh Cape Town and Johannesburg. so I mean not Cape Town and Durban, so those are the flights that I did.
0: okay which this is just bringing up a thing because you said, don't really ask me about geography, but here you are flying the friendly skies going from point A to point B in (laughs) Africa. So that is a bit surprising to me. No, but just still even doing that, you weren't the one flying. You were taking care of the passengers, I guess. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so you were like, and now we're in this city and now we're in this city, but I'm not sure which direction we went (laughs) to get there. That's okay. Yeah. It's just interesting. So what was your family like in South Africa?
1: Well, I grew up with my siblings. I have two brothers. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, my dad passed away, when I, passed away when I was nine, so.
0: Terribly young.
1: Yep. So then we moved from, oh, gosh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> tell you the whole thing, the whole story. Actually, I did not grow up in White River. I grew up in Gamluxua. And then after my dad died, we then moved to White River.
0: With your mom and your yeah. two brothers.
1: Yep, my mom and my two brothers.
0: And so was your mom a working woman?
1: Yeah, she, she's a teacher. She works for a primary school. I forgot the name.
0: And she still does that today? Yes, she does. And um, I'm super ignorant about culture in South Africa. So is it common for both parents to work um, in a home in South Africa?
1: Yeah, it's pretty common.
0: Yes, so that was not unusual for you and your peers. And now I've heard a lot about apartheid. So where you lived, were people mainly black or were they mainly white or was there a very generous gift of both?
1: Okay, so in Ngom Thushva, it was mainly black people. And, but then when I went to primary school, I or, or always took a bus to Malalaan, which was like a little small town, which was mixed, mm-hmm. like white people and black people. And then White River was actually like a small Afrikaans town, which was like a bunch of white people when we moved there. But now it's quite, you you get a mix of both, you know.
0: And so how did that play a role in your identity as a person of like race growing up when you're really young, everyone looking similar and then different and then minority
1: I don't know. Was
2: it even an issue for you, or, or it was
1: not? It was not a big deal. I think it's more of a big deal to my mom, mm. or like my family, like the older generation. But with us, it's kind of like it's not. Like, oh my god, there's a white person. Oh my god, that person. It's kind of like okay, you're a person. I'm a person. Great.
0: Because you were quite young, and so you just identified with another kid. Yeah, not necessarily being like, oh, that's a white kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's great and where do you fit amongst your brothers
1: okay I've got an older brother and then I'm in the middle
0: so a middle child so typically we say sometimes that that's like a peacemaker or a get along person are you is that typical of your personality
2: (laughs) I'm sorry on a podcast you can't see NJ's reactions but it's actually pretty funny to like (laughs) see her hear you you say that and like her reactions I I enjoyed that thank you
0: are you sorry go back to your question (laughs) Do you think you're a typical middle child?
1: I don't, okay, let me just explain this. So, yes. So, I actually have a sister as well, which is not my bi- biological sister. And I've got an older brother. So, the older brother is my uncle's kid. I think my mom took him in when he was in second grade. Okay. And then the younger sister as well, my mom took her in when she was nine years old because both her parents died. Okay. So... No, we've just got a bunch of siblings, so. And then the big brother, the one from my uncle, he's actually the one that, the peacemaker.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. so this is a combination of children from different biological parents, but then you were raised together. Mm-hmm. So perhaps those typical dynamics don't apply
1: no. in
0: this situation, yes. No. And who would you say that you're closest to or most you know closely identify with?
1: I've always been closer to my younger brother I mean, people even thought we were twins for some reason.
0: How far apart are you in age?
1: He's, um, how old is he? <laughs> I think he's 24.
0: And how old are you, I'm actually?
1: 20, I'm 28.
0: Okay, yes, yeah, so I'm not that far apart. Mm-hmm. And all of those people still live in South Africa? Yes, they do. And how often do you return to see them?
1: I haven't been able to see my family since I left in 2016 because I was going through the whole immigration process and I couldn't leave the country. But now that's... Sorted. I tried to get my mom to come to America last year, but she had to get surgery, so I couldn't see her. And then she just uh, went for a visa interview on the 5th of August. So I'm hoping she will come through because she hasn't heard anything. They haven't denied her, they haven't granted her the visa. So it's just she's just waiting.
0: Okay, so I have to back up here because three years is a really long time, but we stopped in the mid story. So how did you end up in the United States of America?
2: Well, I would pick up at Mango Airlines. So after Mango, yes. how long were you there
0: with them?
1: I was there for, um, I think two years.
0: Okay. And then?
1: And then after Mango, I moved to Global Airways. But the thing is, uh, while working for all these airlines, like uh, I had this one airline that I've been guiding for for like four years. So I finally got the job with Qatar Airways. So I moved to the Middle East. And then that did not work out, so I stayed there for a few months, and then I went back to South Africa.
0: So tell me about Qatar. Yeah, I never knew this. I mean, like, all I think is, like, money,
1: money, money, money. Yeah, it's a pretty rich country. Yes. And wealthy. But then uh, the culture is so much different. Tell um, me three things
0: that are super different.
1: How you dress. Like, you don't have the freedom to Dress the way you want to. and As uh, a
0: woman or as everybody? As a woman. So in Qatar, every woman has to dress in?
1: Like modestly, you know? <laughs> like your legs. Long sleeves. Yeah.
0: Long pants. Mm-hmm. Your whole body is covered. No neck?
1: N- uh-uh. We're allowed. But I think the people, like the women, they are not allowed to expose any, you know. Any okay. Skin. But as
0: a guest, yeah. you would kind of honor that? And try to be as modest as possible. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And so that's one thing that's super different. What's well, two other things that were super different?
1: I think the company was just way too strict, in terms of pretty much everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, it was more about the company versus the country.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But the company kind of runs the country. That's the thing. So it's kind of weird. Not like really run it and like, but. It's just, and when you're in Qatar as a black person, they already know flight attendant. Even when you're out in the shopping mall, like they already know you work for Qatar Airways. So it's kind of they hard they knew
0: that you worked for Qatar because everybody is else that was in Qatar, there would be no other black people or white people. They would all be Qatarians.
1: Yeah, Qataris. Qataris. If you're like a black young female. Yes. At a shopping mall, at a restaurant, they already know Qatar Airways.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Because otherwise, you
0: would not be there,
1: yeah, probably.
0: Oh, wow! And a Qatari people would look Middle Eastern, dark haired people, yeah. or no, is that not, or am I saying the wrong?
1: What are you saying? Like, what, what would
0: a person live there look like if you're saying like you were standing out so much?
1: Uh, that obviously be wearing. Those robes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. So a, the dress. E- even the yeah. men have a headpiece. The dress would yeah. be indicative of you glaringly standing out.
1: Yeah. The dress, the language, and the money. <laughs> yeah. That you're not driving. And the money. You're not driving really. A Mercedes.
0: sports car. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so then you leave Qatar and you go where?
1: I went back home for a while and my younger sister's like, hey, why don't you do appearing? You've all wanted... always wanted to be an au pair i'm like "Uh, i don't know because i was really upset and upset about having to leave qatar i mean i've tried getting into that airline for the past four years right and then when i finally get there it's like oh okay
0: not what you had envisioned no yes
1: and i don't think i would have actually survived there i wouldn't have yeah compared to like how other girls make it work i don't know like my friends yeah it was yeah it was it was something
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. so then she's like do you want to be an au pair yeah and that led you to the united states Yep. and so how did that work you just put out a person like a resume and then a family was like yes we would love Uh, you
1: no there was this agency in south africa that i worked with um yeah, I went through that agency, uh, found a family. Um, one of the kids was actually special needs. So, like, I came through. And then.
0: So, you were like, okay, I'm going to leave my home country and my family. I'm going to move in with the family. Like, did you FaceTime them, FaceTime them before?
1: Yeah, I spoke to them a couple of times. Okay. Well, a few times.
0: Yeah. And then you're like, all right, here I come. And where was that?
1: It was in Chicago.
0: Right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you come to Chicago. And how does that work, blending into a family?
1: It wasn't much of a big deal. Because when I was a flight attendant before, when I worked for Interair and global airways, I'd spend like months on in in different countries, you know, like countries in Africa. Got it. So it was like, okay, I'm here now.
0: Yeah, independent, strong. Have you wanted by that. to come to the U.S. at all?
2: Or was it just, no. hey, that's kind of cool experience yeah. and go for it?
1: No, it wasn't part of my plan at all. I thought I was going to go back to global airways because my manager said I could come back. He wanted me back. And then my sister's like, oh, try this. So I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Only for a year. And then now I'm... I'm here permanently. <laughs> so
0: then what happened? So then you're here for a year and how are you still here? Downtown Chicago or this area? Uh,
1: downtown Chicago. Loop. Okay.
0: S- Super fun.
1: Yeah. And then <laughs> I met Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so tell us your love story.
1: Okay. So we met um, January 21st. Oh, I love that you 20, know the day. 2017. We actually met at this coffee shop at that. What was it called? Okay, I don't remember.
0: In the city, a coffee shop.
1: Yeah, and we had the longest date ever. We had, like, I met him for the coffee. Oh, wait, so
0: you planned to meet him? Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: So we met up for the coffee. Then after that, after we left the coffee shop, we actually took a walk downtown. And then we ended up having lunch and then taking a walk again. And then we actually parted. We, like, parted at... Like 10 o'clock at night, we went, had lunch and dinner. <laughs> it was I like the longest date ever.
0: So, you just what? You were immediately connected.
1: Yeah. We had a lot to talk about.
0: So, what? You're similar, you're different, just interested in each other's stories.
1: I don't know. It, we just had a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, are you guys married?
1: Yes, we are. Yes. And when did you get married? We got married last year, March.
0: And so was all of his family there?
1: Yeah, his family was there. But then yours wasn't. No. Wait,
0: that was last year, March. That I, makes I, I was, me I was thinking it really was sad. like two years ago.
1: Wait, we got married in twenty eighteen. Twenty
2: eighteen, you did? No, 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 you're you're correct. I'm like. So it'll be two years yeah. in March. In yeah. March, yeah. Okay, so it's almost two years. See, you're confusing uh, me about my marriage. No, 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 no <laughs> I'm clarifying. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Um,
0: and so, what is? How would you describe your relationship with Michael? Are you guys quiet? Are you loud? Are you busy? Are you slow?
1: We laugh a lot.
0: You laugh a lot. Yep. I love that. We're
1: kind of (laughs) dumb. We do dumb things. And we (laughs) like to cook, so we cook together a lot, finding new recipes.
0: Oh, I love that. And where did Michael grow up?
1: Um, Well, I know he was baptized at the Our Savior's right there. Oh, wow.
0: Mm. So local boy. Yeah. Yeah, so you fall in love, you get married, and then you start attending a church where, again, a lot of white people. How does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest.
1: I don't know how it makes me feel. It doesn't make me feel anything. No, doesn't
0: even affect you. That's that's awesome. I don't want it to affect you, I've but I'm just really saying. i never
1: thought about it, because even with his family, well, when we go somewhere, and I'm like... The only black person. Yeah. When, when I went to Lake Geneva to meet up with the aunt and everybody. So, like, we started <laughs> spotting black people. I'm like, geez, are there any black people? So the aunt and I, are like, oh, there's a black person. We just spotted one. I'm like, oh, another fellow black person. But before then, it wasn't like something that I'd really noticed. When I we went to Lake Geneva, when the aunt mentioned it, Yes. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm like totally the only black person here. So, yeah. do you,
2: like, And from what you've shared, too, at home, where maybe that wasn't something that ever came up. So is that more of an American thing, a a tension that we're dealing with as a culture here, do you think?
0: Well, no, I think it still happens in South Africa, right? Is that what you're saying? Or no, for you, it didn't? No. Uh, You are an interesting individual. I love that, that you're so blind to seeing that that's a really great thing well
2: and i think one of one of the reasons why why we mentioned it too is so the elca the lutheran church that we're a part of is um 94 percent white and for us um, we, we come from a, originally, you know, Lutherans come from a European German heritage, but it makes no sense when you look at our theology, um, it should be for anybody, any culture. And so that's something that we're addressing as a church is, um, is, is why, you know, like why where are the tensions? Is there, are there systematic racism going on within our church, which I don't necessarily think there is, but I think there's opportunity for us to grow
0: and learn. so yeah where did you grow up in a faith background in south
1: africa yeah i did
0: what kind of tradition did you attend
1: christian church yeah that's all it was called
0: yeah
2: can you explain uh, so this is this i didn't want to prep you for this question but this is where i would have went is one time nj shared with me her her church back home or like what it what it was what it meant and and i'm curious if you'd share a little bit more
1: i don't remember what i told you
2: (laughs) well let's see what you say now and then if not i'll lead you to who 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 went to your church who was all there
1: like the entire community if you see them at school you'll see them at church that's how small white river is
0: so the whole town goes to the same building or location
1: no not the whole town there are different churches now but back then when we first moved there it was like oh if you see them at school you'll see them at church
0: yes so everybody worshiped together. And was it 45 minutes long?
1: No. How long was <laughs> it? Um, it's supposed to be two hours. But sometimes...
2: What's the longest? Gets a little winded.
1: But sometimes when the Holy Spirit takes over, it can be like <laughs> two and a half hours, three hours.
0: Yeah, and that was just normal and everybody loved that and embraced no, that. No, nobody likes <gasps> oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you would be like, "Oh my goodness. Like, oh my god,
1: let's oh my wrap god. it up." I think then it was like, "Oh my god, let's go. We need to go." But like, I feel like the more you grow in your spiritual I- spirituality or like in your faith, like when things like that happen, it's like, "Oh, okay." You know? But then when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, we have to go." But yeah. now, If I had to go back and it'll be different.
2: What do you miss about that church or what did you love about it? Um, Like now?
1: The worship is different, that's for sure. And the teachings are kind of different. I feel like, yeah, at our saviors, like you just preach love, 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 let's love the people regardless. But then at my church, I feel like, okay, you love the people, but then you teach the people what the bible says like other things apart from loving i mean there's more to the bible there's more to it mm-hmm. it's not just love it's fine <laughs> it's good <laughs> no i like it we words. love the people we love them
0: but there was a bit more um guidelines rules uh what like i'm trying to interpret Calibity. what you're trying to say what would they be saying
1: kind of okay let me just an example oh this person steals like you're a thief yes but it's fine you can carry on stealing we love you anyway
0: but there they would say the law yeah they'd
2: there
1: no, say we love you but get yourself together <laughs> <laughs> like fix yourself get help do something I'm like oh we love you you steal but we love you yeah yeah
0: yeah um and can you describe your house the building that you lived in when you were growing up what kind of house was it hmm. Is it comparable to the homes in Naperville?
1: No, all houses are made of brick.
0: Brick Uh, houses?
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) so different. I'm like, geez, why are all these houses made of wood? Okay, that seems funny to you. Yeah, it was kind of strange.
0: Yeah. So brick houses, and did you have air conditioning? Mm, No. No. And And did you have screens? I feel like everyone tells me in Europe nobody has screens. Did South Africa have screens, or do you not have mosquitoes?
1: What do you mean, screens?
0: Um, like in your windows, the black.
1: Oh, oh no, we did not.
0: We yeah, did not
2: I, Europe does it. I noticed that. And, and then uh, the only places that I noticed in Africa were like hospitals would have screens uh, to keep mosquitoes And so you on.
0: would have your windows open, but then the bugs would come in and that was just fine.
1: I don't remember having bugs. Oh, <laughs> you, you don't.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I know, like in California, they don't really care because there's no mosquitoes. I feel like or bugs like that. I don't know, but here, I feel like I would be like,
1: ah, I don't want them in. No.
0: And did you have fireflies, lightning bugs? No. Have no. you seen those here though? Have you seen a lightning bug like We're at night, make you like in the
2: summer?
0: want no. to show you, you these you, do you know what we're talking about then i don't know what you're talking about yeah. maybe i We're gonna attention. have to show you it's <laughs> the
2: greatest thing ever
0: yeah really? this is exciting they're yeah. little bugs and their they're it's about glow. to happen it's
2: about to be yeah. seasoned for it
0: well right they've been all really? summer my kids collect them at night Yeah, oh, yes it's lovely so and weird.
2: then you get a jar right and well you poke, that's poke that's holes m- that's mean to put them in a jar with a well, you feed them though too <laughs> <But> you poke <laughs> holes in it and you can keep them alive and they'll light up your room
0: Really? Oh, yeah. they're really that magical. So I'm ex- Michael, you need to introduce your lovely wife to lightning bugs.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, like, they're, they're cool.
0: And so can you tell me about the diet? What would you guys eat? What would be different or same? Because you said you love to cook with Michael. So you grew up cooking with your mother?
1: Um, no.
0: No. What would she be prepared for dinner?
1: A pup. <laughs> what like, is oh, yeah? that? It's like uh, made of corn. Corn, yeah. It's so like grinded corn.
0: So like cornmeal.
1: Not really. No. cornmeal. It's kind of like
0: corn muffin.
1: No farina. How to no, explain? Well, it. So oatmeal? like
2: so the EPOP that we sell, uh, it, it's kind of like a protein shake. But that's not what no. you had, or it, it was like a it, porridge. Yeah, it's a porridge. Porridge, but not
1: soft. Kind of like hard. You can have that with right. like your stew, like chicken or beef, or whatever you're having it having it with, or vegetables, and also. Um please rice. My mom doesn't like rice, though, but
0: other I, people would do rice. Mm-hmm. And is it more? I feel like also I haven't been, but I feel like in Europe they say like you would buy you would go to the farmers' market and buy your food for the day or a day or two, where I go to Costco and I buy three things of strawberries and they last all week. How do you feel like you were when you were growing up? Was it more a daily? produce shopping experience
1: no it wasn't but my mom would have those random maybe three times a week of produce shopping but normally she'd buy her groceries for like maybe two weeks oh okay at a time so like
0: us Mm -hmm. yeah very similar
2: so i I might as well ask another obvious question um how do you feel about nando peri peri
1: Oh, I went vegan, so. (laughs) Oh, you are?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Do do you know about Nando's Peri-Peri? No. So, well, sorry, I was looking at Marnie. So here, there's one in downtown Naperville, and it's phenomenal South African chicken with, like, it's like grilled chicken with all of these different um, sauces and spices. But, like, what we don't realize, because it's really nice here, but, like, you would go to a gas station in South Africa, and there's a Nando's right there. Um, they're all over. <laughs> like it's kinda like the McDonald's of South Africa. But it's but funny
0: you don't eat it because you're a vegan.
1: Yeah, I went vegan like a few months ago. <laughs> I didn't so know. So no you. Okay.
0: cheese, no milk, no eggs. No. Is there anything you miss? Me. Cheese.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't miss cheese, glorious cheese. But it's vegan cheese now. It's actually pretty good.
0: And is Michael vegan? Yeah. Oh, well, so is you eat a lot of, like, bean soups.
1: We actually discovered vegan junk. Yesterday we had vegan pizza for dinner.
0: So your crust is made out of... I
1: don't know. We bought it from. <laughs> it's got to be cauliflower. No, it wasn't. It was actually... Huh? Um, Tasted like normal crust, it was pretty good because we bought the box. We actually ordered the groceries from Whole Foods to have them delivered, oh, yeah. so because yeah, they we were kind of yeah. lazy. But yeah.
0: oh, wait, so um, what do you do for a living here now? You are not at Qatar Airlines and um, you are not in au pair, so we we ended at au pair. So now, what do you do?
1: Um, I just started working for Coopers Hub, the same company that Mike. Mike works for but then I work at the corporate building they open a new cafe and I work there as a cashier but yeah I do a whole lot of other things
0: behind the scene yeah yeah um and what does Michael do there
1: uh Michael is um he bottles the wine is that like
0: a sommelier
1: no he's the director of bottling so like he's more on the production side of things got it Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they have really good pork chops at Cooper's Hawk see I prefer their filet mignon hmm, interesting mm-hmm. um, so again food so you're both still in the food and you love to cook together and so you both share your faith is that a big part of your guys relationship as well
1: yeah I think so now it is in the beginning it wasn't but now it is
0: do you guys pray together out loud Mm -hmm. you do. So you pray out loud and then he prays out loud. Mm -hmm. That is very romantic. I'm a high school mentor here. And I always tell the kids, if you have friends kissing that boy, you should be able to pray with them. And I think that's so much more intimate. Were you nervous or did you grow up praying out loud?
1: I grew up praying out loud. At first I used to like pray secretly. I read my Bible secretly, but then I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to do it.
0: And so, he, and is he nervous about praying out loud?
1: No, he joins in now. I actually like that he was actually open to it, you know? Yes. Because at first he didn't want to pray. Like, uh, I never used to pray before. I just used to wake up and go about my day. Yes. And I'm like, well, you can start to pray. And,
2: and, and I think to share that with your spouse, the you know, this best friend that you have, I think is such a gift and... Um, yeah, I, I love getting to see these two come to worship and um, just a smile on your face. Like you guys are um, working at it as a young married couple. And so to put your faith, you know, at the, the forefront, I think is extremely um, awesome. And more younger couples need that as an example. Um Unfortunately, I have a lot of friends that they get married. They're like, we're going to sleep in as long as possible until we have kids. And, you know, and they avoid and avoid and avoid. But to say, no, this was important to me, um, I think is awesome.
0: I love that you do that. What is your biggest prayer for Michael? Can you share that? Like, do you pray like, I pray that he's wiser?
1: I used to, I just pray like, God, please help him. Like, please make him be the man that you want him to be. I don't want to try and change it with my efforts, but I want you to change him and like help him grow in his faith. Let's That's really lovely. Stay.
0: That's cool. I love that. Um, and so do you guys want to have babies? Yep. How many babies do you think you want to have? <laughs> I want
1: three. He wants two.
0: <laughs> oh, I like it. I'll root for you. Three is fun. <laughs> um, come on, Michael. If you're listening, he'll listen to this because he loves you. Um So now that you have your citizenship, the two of you could go back together. And are you hoping to show him where you were born and all of your family and all of that? Like, is that an exciting prospect for you to do that?
1: Yeah, everyone is actually looking forward to that. And we haven't had our traditional wedding. We're planning on having that next year, September. So that's... Pretty exciting. That is but exciting. And you'll do, do that so there? Mm-hmm.
0: And what are some traditions that you will do in a South African um, local wedding that you wouldn't do here?
1: Oh Well, he has to pay the ball. I has to bring the cows.
0: It's, please explain more.
1: Um, you know, um, normally, well, not normally, but <laughs> all the time when a girl gets married, the guy has to bring a cows, dowry. cows to the girl's family. Back then it was like, Cows, like, beautiful cows. But now it's, they convert the cows to cash. And then he has to bring cash to my family. And that's really sweet.
0: So, literally, the groom would walk down, like, the street with two longhorn cows. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, here you go, sir. And
2: you have a really nice photographer that's ready to take photos of him doing this? Because <laughs> I want to see it.
1: I don't think he's going to bring cows, though. I mean, I think he sh- I think
2: he
0: should. I think you're worth at least three to four yeah, cows. Yeah, I think a whole, what do you call a whole herd? Yeah. I think, I would like it, like, when you're in um, Texas and they do, like, the walking of the, well, they say oh, the running of the bulls, but it's really the slow stroll of the bulls. Yeah. I think the that dowry. would be really kind of hot for him to be, like, walking down with a cowboy hat. and Well, not a cowboy hat. What so, kind of hat would he wear in South Africa?
1: He wouldn't wear a hat. There No, no hat yeah. wearing.
2: Would he, okay, so he presents this... It, I've only known it as the term as dowry, so he would present that to your family.
1: Yeah, as lobola.
2: Okay. What other kind of traditions are there?
1: And then um, there's this, um, what is it? Mshambi, so where I buy gifts for my family. So that's also part of it. Lovely. And so
0: what sometimes are those typically? Is there a tradition in those, like jewelry or?
1: Yeah, it could be anything. Anything you think that like.
0: Yeah, so it's not something like, oh, they usually do this. Yeah.
1: No.
2: Yeah. Lovely. Do you you wear a white dress or is there a traditional color or?
1: For the traditional wedding, I'd have to wear like the traditional outfit, which is like different colors, like red, yellow, blue and white.
0: So very vibrant colors. How about him?
1: He'd also have to wear something that's that's similar to my outfit, like a dashiki type of thing.
0: I want to see this. Yeah, I'm really excited to see these pictures. And then at the end, do you kiss? I don't know. <laughs> no, they don't. Are She's there vows exchanged before? in I've South Africa? I've never
1: paid attention to it, oh, to the traditional okay. part of things. But obviously, we'll have the traditional, and then we'll have another white ceremony, because my mom wants that. Cool. So, yeah, we'll probably kiss then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: who, who leads that ceremony? Bola um, Bola.
1: Yeah. My, my uncles.
2: Okay. So I'm like, if you need a Lutheran pastor, I guess I can travel to South Africa.
0: In September.
2: Um, yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: that
0: would be cool. That I totally would That would be really go. cool. Um, how lovely. Um, anything, other things that you would say, wow, this is really different. I wish in the United States of America they would adopt these philosophies or things or traditions that I grew up with that um, we're missing out on in the richness of your heritage.
1: Well, there isn't much of a difference, really. But I just think that the kids in America (laughs) are kind of like different. Okay. Do tell. They mean and they don't really have respect. Okay. So give
0: an example. Like if you're in South Africa and you're out at a restaurant, a South African 15-year-old would act how and how do we act?
1: I feel like, um, I just think I, I don't know.
0: You can, you don't have to be polite. We can take it. Give it to us. Is it like respect
2: toward the parents? Yeah. Or any elder? Or a stranger. Yeah. Any
1: elder, basically. Just like in South Africa, you can't be calling a person by name. Like, given a random older lady out in the streets, you'll like, oh, hey, Martha, you address them as ma like
0: more okay okay because you're showing respect to someone that's older than you so here it would be more like we would say mr wise if i was speaking to him like i would put a mr before that
1: yeah but i haven't heard that people would be like oh i'm like oh hi brian and then yes okay i'm like okay
0: yes yeah Yes, I think it depends on the culture here. I think there's differences, but I would probably agree with you. When I was growing up, my mom, if like I brought friends over, she would always say right away, oh, just call me Jeanette. Like she would give that to them over calling her Mrs. Moore. And I grew up calling all of my parents' friends by their first name. So this is totally true what you're saying. But now my husband, who grew up on the south side, Called everybody by Mr. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. And all of his friends did the same. So I think there are both here. So, like, yeah, in, the,
2: in Mandy and I actually kind of grew up in kind of strict families. So, like, Wesley, he'll say Miss NJ, Miss Marnie. Uh, he will not, not last just, name. Or, or no, but he, he will always say Miss. So his teacher is Miss Kathy, but he does not call adults by their first names. And so, um, or he'll say uncle or cousin just to give an older a person a title. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what we've done, but we've done the Miss first name. So definitely more casual than yeah. last name. Yeah.
2: But it, I think it depends on the family and like my... I, my parents put the fear of God in me, you know, like if you call somebody by their first name, you're in trouble. And so, yeah. No,
0: that is interesting. Anything else you can think of? What
2: do you, what do you like about the, the church here? Just out of curiosity too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be honest, I thought of leaving. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, it just got real. Yeah. Ooh, doctor. What do you think, where yeah, are you what thinking do you, of what going? What are you looking for? I'm just kidding. I really like the... Um, I, I like you even
2: I more if you
0: just said I can't that too. Okay. she's kidding like, I, know. I can't tell if that was dripping sarcasm or like if you're really thinking about leaving <laughs> find out if NJ stays in her church <laughs> on NSF stay episode. tuned
2: <laughs> uh,
1: what I really like is um, the works that you guys do like mm-hmm. you know in terms of helping helping people like the less fortunate or helping new moms helping people with a meal that's really good mm-hmm. yeah. I really like that
0: yeah How do you like all the children in the service?
1: I like that because at my church in South Africa, I was actually, I used to help my mom with the Sunday school at the church. So I've always, you know, looked after the kids. So it's nothing different. I like the kids.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Super similar. The music, super
1: different? No, it's not. Oh. Even though we have like, swati songs that we sing in our language yeah it's not that different because you also do have some english songs
0: could you say um our lord our god how great thou art in your um native language
1: <laughs>
0: or is that not how that works
1: i could but it wouldn't
0: it doesn't translate yeah well can you do it the best way <laughs> you know how Or say, sing us say the name of a worship song that you sing there.
1: I just want to hear you talking that in your native words. Okay. Um <laughs> Umukulu <laughs> um, <laughs> enangosi. <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of like how great that art. Like, Umukulu cool enangosi. See,
0: it's so beautiful. And what did that mean? How great? She how, said, great they how great that? How great that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Well, I've loved getting to know you. Is there any other secrets or any other interesting parts or things you've learned that you want to share with
1: us? Wow. Well, I've just learned to be, you know, it actually feels like I'm actually learning to live again because everything was just like a really big transition for me. Yes. So I'm i am just finding my place like slowly but surely.
0: In the United States mm-hmm. is what you're referencing. Yep. And do you stay in touch with the family that you paired for?
1: Oh no! <gasps>
0: Did that end badly?
1: Yep, she stole my social security to apply for credit cards, and like when oh. I was trying to the get the mother. Job, yeah, when I was trying to get a job at Busey Bank, they called me. Uh, can you explain why these credit cards? I'm like, what credit cards are you talking about? So <clears> it was that's so horrible.
0: How? And you lived there for a year?
1: Uh, f- over a year, a year and nine months.
0: Oh my goodness, so you really trusted them.
1: Yeah, so when I'm um, calling this bank that I applied for a credit card for, they sent me, they read, read out the transactions where they took place. One of them was at the daughter's school, one of them was at the barbershop with the kid, the boy called So you knew, it,
0: you were familiar with what, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, oh my God.
2: It, were you able to get her prosecuted for stealing
0: from you?
1: No, I did file a police report, but I don't think they're going to do anything. I feel like
0: you just loved her, like we talk about in our church. <laughs> i <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> there are rules. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding.
1: Okay.
0: Um, when w- did you learn English?
1: Oh. Um, at school. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so when you were super young. Yeah. Yeah, because your English is incredible for having. So what else can you speak?
1: I can speak Siswati. Okay, in South Africa, I have 11 there's a 12 official languages, so I can pretty much speak maybe five of them or something.
2: That's really show-offy. <laughs> and what's your... Can you say your full name? Nonjabulo. Nonjabulo. But we call you NJ. Because
1: mm-hmm. you guys are lazy to speak. Do, do any, <laughs> I does anybody called go, you by your first name. Your whole
2: family, they don't call you NJ. They say Nonjabulo?
1: Yeah, they call me Nonjabulo. What
2: mm-hmm. does Michael call you?
1: NJ. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get on him. <laughs>
0: Well, if he can (laughs) call you NJ, I'm not going to feel so bad about it. No, but he does
1: call me Njabulo sometimes. That's cool. Yeah.
0: It's like, what do you call in South Africa, like sometimes we would call our partner honey or babe. Do you guys have euphemisms like that where you would like?
1: Yep. Tandra means my love. That's cool. Yeah. I love
0: that. That's really sweet. Um, anything else you want to ask, our Pastor no, Brian? No, it's just—it
2: blows me away every time we have these conversations with people because you ask the questions I wanted you to ask, oh, God. and then, and then just these little things that NJ, our guests, are always able to share. It's it's kind of cool. Like I find myself saying, like I didn't know this. I had no clue. So it's just. Um, I think uh, you're very interesting. Yeah,
0: I completely agree. An honor to get to hear your story.
1: I don't think I'm interesting, but thanks. <laughs> I think you are,
0: and, and what a unique experience you've lived. I mean, you've been in Qatar, South Africa. Three co- Three continents. Is Qatar considered
1: I think Qatar Asia? is in Asia. Yeah, yeah, so that's three that continents. I guess I'm not bad with geography after all. Is no, you're not.
0: <laughs> Where is Canada?
1: It's on the border of America. <laughs> you're
0: killing it. See, you know so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're smarter than most American children <laughs> Yeah, now. you're smarter than
0: all of us. Well, I'm really glad that you're here, and I hope that you were being really sarcastic about leaving, and I hope that you and Michael stay <laughs> for forever and ever, and we get to see your babies, and I get to see them in church. Um, so, thank you so much. Thank you for thank having you. me. Thank you. Bye. Bye.